Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Alonzo's Blatant Alcoholism. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Motherfucker! Shot me in the ass! To protect a sheep, you gotta catch a wolf. And it takes a wolf to catch a wolf. You know I'm surgical with this bitch, Jake. How do you want it, dog? Closed casket? Remember that fool in the wheelchair? How do you think he got there? Shit, you can shoot me, but you can't kill me. Boom. You the theme song. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. Protect the sheep. You got to catch the wolf. And it takes a wolf to catch a wolf. You understand? I'll smoke it, man. Here's me. You want me to smoke it, I'll smoke it. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? This is funny. funny. What you laughing for? Then? If it ain't funny. <laughs> I don't know. You've got to decide whether you're a wolf or a sheep. All right. Many of you may not remember that in 2017, a show hit the CBS network called Training Day. Then it was canceled after one season. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the original movie that inspired the canceled series and upcoming prequel. Fuck that. Uh, Training Day. Did you guess from the opening because of the TV show name? No? Well, there you go. 2001. Then you're dumb. (laughs) Antoine Antoine Fuqua, who has done some uh, cool movies, and people regard him as a great, great director. Very visionary, very guerrilla and raw style. What What else did he do? Antoine Fuqua has done a bunch. Um, he did that one with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Chow Yun Fat. Embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> the Replacement Killers. Oh, that's um, awful. He did King Arthur, Brooklyn's Finest, The Equalizer. Uh, the uh, Equalizer 2. Actually, I will say this. The Equalizer has good action. I'm not usually like sold on just because yeah, no. of action, but I'll watch Equalizer if the it's Equalizer on. The Equalizer and Man on Fire, like two just yeah, both yeah. with Denzel, both nice little action-y, mind-off revenge flicks that have enough action to be okay. Nice little personal touch in there. Yeah. Shooter with Mark Wahlberg, however, not feeling it. So I don't know. I'd say about, I like 20% of his movies. Visionary. Um, Southpaw. He produced Southpaw. <laughs> Yeah, I never yeah. saw it. Though. I did kind of like Southpaw, if I remember right. I have to watch it. I've never Jake seen Gyllenhaal that. goes yeah, for it. I've never seen that. it either. I want to watch yeah, it. I think he does. I heard that. I want to watch it because it's Jake. So I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I mean he's fantastic. Jake. Yeah, he was really um, good. We get Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, Scott Glenn, Eva Mendez. Um, we see a little Dr. Dre and a little Snoop Dogg, and some other faces you would no doubt recognize. Um, What's that? The uh, the the Oscar nominations. Well, let's mention that then. Denzel Washington won for his role as Detective Alonzo Harris, and Ethan Hawke was nominated for his role as Jake Hoyt. But wait a well, second, though. Well didn't deserved. De- didn't Denzel win for Best Actor? Yes. yes best how is actor. how is he the best actor in this movie? The movie starts with Ethan Hawke and ends with Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is the main character. Ethan Hawke Ethan Hawk is the supporting, according he, to the. Academy. I know, but that's what I'm saying is that's that's ridiculous. He is not the main character in this movie at all. Like, like, how well, did he they, get nominated? They bastardized as the main character? his win, anyways. So they might have been doing that also on purpose. They must like, have because they, Ethan Hawke would be the actor, and he'd be supporting actor. This felt like a like a dick year for the Oscars, if we're all being honest, right? They gave Halle yeah. Berry 
and they gave Denzel and it felt like they were all doing it just because because Denzel it's not like he deserves an Oscar but he's been in lots of other stuff man this isn't the one yeah. I don't think like I don't think that this, no I, I mean he's good in this I guess but it's not it's not, <laughs> is it Oscar worthy no I, yeah, I don't no, know. No, this was the year where where th- that's what makes Monsters the Oscars. Ball, I will say Halle Berry is fucking great in Monsters. Ball. Oh, she's amazing in that. But th- I, that's what I think made the Oscars illegitimate is whoever was running them and and like especially in the last twenty years, like they did some shady stuff where they would just give. So they just gave what's his face the Oscar for Lord of the Rings, the directing the last one, even though it was the worst one. Just because they wanted to give him like an Oscar for all three of those shitty movies, because th- that was such an achievement. But like somebody shot a better movie than him that year and should have won director. Same with this year. This is not Den- Denzel's year to win an Oscar. Well, I mean, here's here's the uh, the crop that he was nominated with. So Tom Wilkinson for In the Bedroom. I've not seen it. Will Smith for Ali. Sean Penn for I Am Sam. Uh, Russell Crowe for A Beautiful Mind and then Denzel for this. I would have thought Russell Crowe's performance would have... I thought Russell Crowe's... Because that cleaned up at this Oscars. A Beautiful Mind, one picture director, supporting actress, um, screenplay. It took a lot. I don't... I know I've seen it, but I don't remember that one well. That'd be a fun one to to add to our list. Yeah. yeah. I don't Um, remember it either. I don't know. I just don't know. I like so like Denzel's performance in this movie as he plays uh, Alonzo, the undercover cop. I might as well say what this movie's about. Um, he's driving around and he's got a um, uh, undercover unit that's so big and undercover that basically even head office doesn't care or know what he does. And one day Jake Hoyt gets up and kisses his wife goodbye and then goes in for day one. And to call this kid an idealist would be understating it. He is so green and ready to go. And so he goes in to meet Alonzo and has a lot to learn. Uh, so Alonzo takes him through his training day, which covers a lot of blood shooting, death, and uh, crooked shit. And so uh, is Alonzo the noble cop? No. No, he ain't. So how deep are we going to go? You'll have to watch the movie to find out. I don't know. That's Balls basically deep. what it's about. Balls deep. Also There's some just- other shit that's in the background, but we don't get to see it. We only get told about it. So... so- just yeah. before we move on from the Oscars thing, Brent said Tom Wilkinson for In the Bedroom. That's the person who should have won that year. And if you guys have not seen In the Bedroom, you guys should really see that movie. I've not. T- Tom Wilkinson from Rush Hour? Is that the guy? Juntao. Yes, it it's is. Juntao. Juntao. Right? Okay, okay. <laughs> wow, Juntao deserved that Oscar. What a but career arc Tom Wilkinson has had. But if you look at his movies that he's been in, um, I mean, he's been in a lot of fantastic movies. And In the Bedroom is definitely one of them. Um, nice. Anyway, so yeah, Denzel I, I, Denzel's guys, larger than life in this movie. I will say, um, like he's big in this movie, so he he is a character, and it's big. But I don't like what it doesn't hit me is like it puts me in shock and awe at how well he translates this cop. Alonzo doesn't always seem like a real person to me. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, you're yeah. totally right. I have a real hard time buying them. And and so I will say um, in this movie as well that uh, Ethan Hawke's character, Jake Hoyt, is too far on the other side. He's too goody-goody to be joining an undercover fucking unit. Like, I, I, when the, this movie started, and it's been a while since I've seen it, I did not enjoy this movie when it first came out. 
Um, I thought that he was going to be SID, um, internal affairs, basically. Um, and that's how this movie was going to twist. But it doesn't. He's just a wide-eyed, inexperienced rookie. He's been on the force, what does he say, for like a months. year and a half? Yeah. I don't know that you can like just come on to the force and then get in the undercover unit like that. Like The Departed does a better job that. of setting that kind of shit up. The Departed does uh, a with great all job of setting all that up, actually. Um, and reasons out why, but this, yeah, so we never get any of that backstory. It doesn't seem that, like, he's reporting into Alonzo now, it seems, as part of his duties, but you still would think there'd be a captain or someone that he could bounce ideas off of, um, and he instead is just, like, so gung-ho from the start, and uh, the movie uses that as the device to get him in over his head immediately, but it also makes him act in a way that I don't find him or Denzel to be realistic kind of people. The, the, the reason why, too, Denzel seems so unrealistic is because based on the way that he acts in this movie, the the mistakes he makes and his motivations, which don't seem like believable at all, he would have yeah. never gotten this far. If That's he if he brings some brand new guy in and does what he did on this day, and this is his... This is his regular M.O. He would have been arrested or killed long ago. It makes no sense. It's completely careless. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's super careless. careless. Yeah, even he with his master plan, I just everything would have been so much better if it wasn't training day. It was just training and like it took some time to get some of this stuff set up because, yeah, they jump in immediately. Um, to a whole bunch of stuff that like isn't part of the training day. And then they do weird thing like the whole rape scene. So this movie, when it gets started off, it really doesn't give you anything to get behind in terms of like, you're not faked out by Alonzo. He's an asshole immediately. Um, and then Hoyt is trying to be good and he goes to stop the the rape and then Alonzo kind of berates him for it in a way that doesn't leave me believing that Hoyt would like still follow him. I'd be like, what? You're saying to me I shouldn't have stopped that rape? He He's lets like, nah, them it's a waste go. of our time. Yeah, I know. Those guys were yeah, raping a 14 year go. old girl and he lets them yeah. go. Like, right there, if I'm Ethan Hawke, yeah. like, I don't know. I, I guess he sells it by, like, we're after the bigger fish, but, like, you got to call that in and wait just for a beat cop to show up and then yeah. you hit the sticks, right? He'd yeah. already had them cuffed and tied up. All he had yeah. to do is wait for a squad car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, little things like that um, trickling along just kind of kind of take me out of it. Um, what I like there there's um, there, okay, so there's some setup at the start when they go to see um, Scott Glenn uh, in his home. He's kind of like a one of the local drug dealers, I guess. Um, that he just hangs but, out with all of the time. Yeah, he seems to go drinks. have drinks with and do all that, who he ends up ripping off later. I don't know. There's some like, there's some story and some connecting things, but I don't get the sense that it, it's like so cleverly done that I'm like, ooh, that was a good plan or ooh, hey, that's interesting. It's just, you don't really know why you're meeting people and then later on you're going to rob them. And I'm, I guess it's like, we met that guy, but this doesn't really make sense. What's Alonzo doing? And then he's just a bad guy. So... Like, they go from being friends to when he turns on that guy. It's not with any remorse. He, like, all of a sudden is taking pleasure in it. And yeah. it's like, it's like what's going on here? Because him and that guy seem tight. And I get maybe it was just a business relationship and, you know, it's face value and you're just playing uh, nicer than maybe you really feel. But yeah. 
if you're not a sociopath or a complete psychopath, uh, you're not enjoying doing that. I mean, it, it's yeah. clear that they have spent time together, right? And 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 another thing which sort of annoys me about this movie is is um, Denzel sometimes has moments in this film, maybe two or three moments where he like kind of returns to being a normal person. One of them is when Ethan Hawke has the shotgun on him and he's trying to like basically beg for his life by reasoning with him. Another's the first time you see him saying goodbye to his son after him and Ethan Hawke were cuddling on the coach, the the son, not not Denzel. They don't cuddle in this. Um, so there, there are some of those moments which kind of maybe could have been used to some effect to, to let you think there's some hope for Alonzo. But that never go that never kind of ramps through he's just always an asshole out for himself the and not in time, a super interesting way yeah the only time way. when he goes even a little bit the other way is at like the very most dire moment right yeah yeah like even when he's with his kid like he comes home just to fuck his wife and then he gives his kid like a two-minute fucking speech yeah, that's not deep or like I don't get that he has a good relationship with the boy. No, and to me you're delinquent father with that type of scene, right? But you don't realize that till later. So it kind of confuses you along the way. It's it's like thrown in to distract you and be like, "Oh, he's maybe a real p-. No, he's not. He's a piece of shit." Yeah, but I'm also it the Ethan Hawke character um so every scene is line crossing. And yet the Ethan Hawke character can somehow overcome all of the crossings of all of the lines and like get through the whole day. It makes no sense. Every single scene, Denzel crosses a line morally, ethically, illegally and and right right in front of him and like directly speaks to it to him. And he keeps questioning it, but never leaves, which makes no sense, because if he is who he is at the beginning of the movie, he would have never stayed. So, like, that also makes no sense. Neither characters make sense in this scenario. Ethan Hawke doesn't really even protest until, I don't know, after after the midway. Like, Like until Scott Glenn is killed when he pulls the shoddy and punches uh, Dre in the face. That's when he really starts to stand up for himself a bit more. He questions before, and he'll be like... uh, you know like that's not right or like he's kind of like incredulously like you know like like we're not, we're not gonna i'm not gonna smoke that right yeah Do you know yeah. yeah like you got it like he pulled a gun on him in the middle of traffic and like you need you need right he stopped in the middle of a busy intersection in held a gun at the at his partner and, and then, then held a gun a at a civilian yeah, you're telling me no one called the cops. That's a plain car with two plain clothes cops. Yeah, in it. that's a pretty unique Monte Carlo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the license plates on display. So you're telling me that doesn't get called in? Yeah, a lot of this stuff. Or what? Get is that his in. first time doing it? Maybe. What, what about the gun? What, what about the gunfight between him and boys in the hood or whatever they do? Oh my god! Where where there's like massive shootings. And like his cars are shot up, and he shoots. He unloads his double pistols badly. With the That's worst. All, yeah. Oh, it's that, awful. It's so bad. I, it's I like cheesy. the way he does that, though. He's he's party in business. He's got one gang style sideways, and he's got the other one straight up cop. Right. The he's, only that's thing. That's the two sides of him. And, I bet you Denzel. That was so bad because his the gun that's further back would have shot 
the back of the hand of the gun that was on the front. <laughs> it would have blown that hand off. It, it doesn't blown make, that hand off. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Plus, he wouldn't see anything. He wasn't aiming. Dual wielding pistols. Um, there are some early scenes in this movie where you see he has the dual the dual holsters for the guns, and he gets in his car and then racks one in the chamber. Or checks it, I can't tell, and then they go somewhere and he pulls out his gun again and, like, racks it again. So, I don't know, he's either, like, really good at quickly checking if there's a round chambered or catching brass faster than I can see. But then he's also got early onset dementia because they took a five-minute drive and he checked his chamber again. Like, yeah, fucking, again. Dude, he, I guess he, he drinks heavy. Also, he where he, also where he steals the money from that woman and her kid yeah. when he goes in and stuff is such a bad scene, too, because... First of all, he steals the money and he puts it in his pants or something. But when you see it later, that would have been so obvious to Ethan Hunt that that was underneath his clothing. It's not like he wears baggy clothing. You'd see this weird rectangular shape under his pant and his shirt. But Ethan Hawke doesn't see it. You probably then, hear it too. And then later, without him counting it or taking it out of that plastic, he knows it's the exact amount of money to pay off the higher ups because he just takes it still sealed and sticks it in one of their trunks. So, like, yeah, how did yes. he know where that money was, how exactly much it was, that it was exactly the same amount of money he needed to pay his higher ups? Like, none of that made any sense. Let me, let none, me lay none that at all. out. Let me lay that out because after smoking some PCP and then going to chill with the ex-cop turned drug dealer Scott Glenn, I don't. I've never smoked PCP, um, but I don't know if you could like do it and then like go back to work once it wears off. No, I just I don't, don't think, think so. it'd be like that. Anyway, they decide to go shake down one of his former busts or informants, Snoop Dogg. And luckily he's carrying. And luckily he says the name Sandman. And luckily everyone know where Sandman live. So basically, Denzel uses that information to say Sandman's not at home, but I'm going to go rob his house because I know he's got money there. And yeah. lo and behold, yes. And lo and behold, I don't recall him saying to those three wise men, as he refers to them, who are we don't know anything about. We hear a somewhat funny story that doesn't do anything for the plot to move it forward, although it is a semi-funny story. Um you don't really get a sense of who those guy are, guys are, only that they're above him because he shows them respect, and then they reinforce this Russian mafia is chasing you. I would have rather seen the Russian mafia altercation than just keep hearing about it from different people. Yeah, yeah me too. That was like um, one of the most interesting things we never maybe see start the movie about with that if Denzel's yeah. the main character. Yeah, exactly. Right? Then he could be the main character. Yeah, and then then the rookie joins his team. Maybe we can even I don't know if we want to see him setting him up because I still he says he's been planning this for a week, but I don't exactly get what he's been planning other than he's going to have uh, Hoyt killed. I still don't get the why of that. Like he that knows makes too no much. That makes no sense either because it was the wasn't it the night before that he got in trouble in Vegas? Or was it a week before? It was pretty before, soon before. I, think, yeah. I thought it was the night before, but I we'd have to go back and like I could be wrong. But and it's not like he stole from the Russians, right? He killed one of them, and he's so chill about no revenge. Like he's a fucking cop. He would know better than most it, about how serious mafia can be, especially Russian mafia. And he's like, ah, whatever, dog. If yeah. you if you would have started Boom. this movie like John just suggested <laughs> with with the Russian mafia assassination or whatever or he beat the guy to death he or beat whatever beat the guy to death yeah and then you would have had Denzel find out that who it was and that they were going to kill him if he didn't pay them a million dollars that could have been the inciting incident to the movie 
and then he has to he has to he has to set somebody up or he has to like train this new guy but he also has to do this shit on the same day so now that creates conflict so how is he going to bring this new guy in the fold and steal the money he needs to steal so he doesn't get assassinated that's a fucking movie i don't know what the fuck this is that's exactly it the inciting incident is the russians right and then from then then you can see he starts to snap but at least we got that 15 minutes with him right yeah where we can actually like start to like build a rapport with him and and yeah. like him and and, if he, and then if later regrets, we're like maybe it's you know maybe maybe and then over time we lose our faith in him right and yeah exactly see that that's really who he is yeah totally Especially if he shows remorse after killing the russian or some acknowledgement that he did something really wrong and then we might be like "Ooh, he's in trouble and i care about what happens right now yeah and he would just descend 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 i don't know like i never know where he is i don't know who this character is because he's he like could- playing a cover he's playing a role undercover he's got some emotion with like his his uh, eva mendez wife Jesus. And there's some good scenes with her. Yeah, that's. It, I think you call that gratuitous nudity because there's literally no point to it other than having a naked lady in the scene. And and also, the other thing great. too is what it would do is if he killed this, <laughs> if he if he killed this guy, but he was put in a situation where it was him or the guy, then then and he didn't have a choice. Then and then when he finds out that he has to pay a million dollars or he's going to be killed. Then you have a situation where he was he was put into an untenable position, had to take another life, and then now he is fucked unless he gets this money. Plus, he has to train this new guy and yeah. somehow like get away with stealing the money on the same day that this guy is starting. So then Ethan Hawke does become this secondary idealistic character. And you could really have played off those two dynamics. This one guy who's jaded and like bitter... And like at the end of his rope because he needs to get this money with this idealistic character coming in. You could have had a great fucking movie if that was a fucking movie. Yeah. But instead, yeah. Denzel's Washington's character just comes off as false. Not because of his acting, but because of the writing. Yeah. Doesn't it's seem believable at all. It's, yeah. You can't. I, there's no way you. So the problem is if he's new and acting like this, right, then you give him a a break because he's green doesn't really know how to act but Denzel is leading a squad he's part of like some kind of a big network of dirty fucking like there was like a DA and then there yeah. was uh, Tom Berenger who's like the fucking uh, detective for the 80s mafia and yeah. then yeah. you have like the hoity guy for, from like art theft it's a weird group in the first place yeah but I mean, you can't tell me that Denzel can get there, right? With this type of behavior, like you're you're not making things connect. You're not making the story that you're telling me connect yeah. with the story you're showing me. And so, what is the fucking deal there, right? When yeah. you time, man. if you if you have a guy who's as reckless and undercover as Denzel, you have to show him clashing with the seniors at some point, so we get that what he's doing is outside the bounds, like. He's just apparently amazing at what he does. He's the dirtiest cop, murdering son of a bitch, getting away with it better than anyone you've ever heard of or seen before. Not one of his guys deserves a sniff from internal affairs. They're all murdering, stealing bastards. Um, and they don't get like that. Like once one of them went down, the whole unit would go down. Right. Let that shit wouldn't last. So I don't I just don't buy it. Not ha- not with how over the top he no, is it's constantly. Like, it's totally like the, whoever wrote this 
didn't didn't have any idea of how things work in the real world are any idea of characters how characters need to have um layers denzel has but, no layers at all he's this just guy one fast and he's furious just, he's just denzel's one thing which he's one, one note one two three four five six seven eight nine ten or eleven one which, which one he wrote training oh, day well, and fast and furious one. in the same year and then swat which is such a giant piece of shit movie. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Which one's Samuel, ja- Samuel Jackson, Colin Farrell, Ice T, no Ice Cube. Um, Which one's the one with um, with uh, Emilio's brother? Uh, what's Emilio. his name? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. What's the one with Charlie Sheen? Is that SWAT or nope. is that Seals? That's Seals. That's, that's Navy Seals. Seals. Yeah. yeah, that's probably trash too. Actually, we should do that one though. It's I have huge fond memories that's of that. Definitely trash. Bill Paxton plays God, the sniper. Jesus, it's great. Yeah, I used to love that. Hey, what about uh, Iron Eagle? Anyways, we don't. Oh my God, it would be so <laughs> fucking bad. Oh, please, let's do Lewis Gossett Jr. And I want to do the boxing movie with Lewis Gossett Jr. Iron too. Eagle. Oh my God, uh, Digstown. We gotta oh do Digstown. Anyways, all right. Is anybody eighties and eighties? James will be enough conversation just oh, yes. from the fucking tremendous pile of garbage oh, yes. he's become. So, did you guys, <laughs> any of you, write any of those names down? Are we gonna forget this? We'll We're probably forget, forget it. But we've got uh, it recorded. Got, we'll pull it. We'll pull her together. Yeah, that's a good thing about having a <laughs> At least we're recording it. <laughs> um. So it's one of the big stoppers for me in this movie is is that I don't buy it. And then that the characters seem over the top. I'm out. My brain is checking out of this even more. Uh, and it's not that it's hard to follow. It's just the things don't connect in, in, in. They don't connect in ways that like drag me along. I don't even feel like it fooled me or it tricked me. It's just like now we're doing this, and it's like okay. And he's like, well, we could have killed Ethan Hawke at any time at any time and explained it away, but we'll do this complicated thing where he goes to the, um, to the gang, uh, to see smiley at, but they'll toy with him in a really weird way. That's weird. Um, and he, it pretty much counts on him being stupid enough to give up his pistol, which is fucking stupid. Um, he would never fucking do that either. Ever, ever, ever. That's the one thing they teach you. Never. Yeah, that's what Magnolia does well. When when John C. Riley loses his gun, do you see the panic on his face? Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so yeah. why why would you give your gun to fucking obvious like seriously bad people? Not I just know, like I occasionally get into some gritty shit. Like these guys are clearly like Tuco. Yeah. Tuco's oh fucking messed out all the time, man. The other thing that makes no sense too about that is his gun is just like the most plain Jane fucking black Beretta. There's like nothing special about his gun whatsoever. Why would they, who all, they all have guns and they show them. Why would they give a fuck to see a service revolver? That makes no it's fucking so, sense. so they disarm him. I know yeah. what I'm They're saying is... They're going to kill him, so they disarm no, What I'm saying is, is for him, he should have oh. known that's what they were doing. Why do they want to see his service weapon makes no sense. The fact yeah, he gives right. it up makes no sense. Yeah. No, no. It, it, it makes absolutely no sense. It makes him and, a shitty cop who deserved to get killed. He should have died there. He's dumb. Yeah. I don't have yeah. any... I don't like him because he does that. I think he's an idiot, rookie, moron, naive, who should never, like John said, never he, he been on the squad. He shouldn't have been in the situation. He should have yes. never been in the squad. He not only no. not should have been in the situation, like, he doesn't make a good decision the whole movie. 
right? No, he's he, too, except yeah. for except for saving the girl, right? That's a principled thing. So he's just like this little naive fucking goober, right? Like marching through this fucking movie. He smokes the fucking PCP. He goes along with all the shit, right? Like he's got a tremendous tolerance. If Denzel had given him a week, he could have had yeah. him. Yeah. He could have fucking I, had him, man. It, it, like, Dr. Dre was right. Uh, after they shot Scott Glenn, someone should have taken Scott Glenn's gun and put one in Jake's brain and said, cop yeah. dead at the scene. That would have panned everything out, got an award. But I don't know why Denzel doesn't let that happen or doesn't plan to do it before he stupidly lets him take the shotgun from him. Yeah, because nothing changes in between those two moments. Like, no, literally, and- there's no scene that makes Denzel turn on him. He just turned on him. Yeah. So, like, after, turn yeah. on him there. Just turn but on him he there. Makes- but he makes the statement like he was planning to turn on him the whole week. I know, because so that's why, why the PCP. Not, why not kill him right then? That's the perfect fucking moment. That's yeah. the perfect moment. Yeah, it is. Right it after is. they it's shot the that only... guy in the chest yeah. with the vest. All, and they all get away. Yeah, they all yeah. get away. Yes. It, it should have been so quick, too. He shoots that guy in the chest in the bulletproof vest. Then he turns the gun on, on Ethan Hawke and shoots him. Like yeah. right there and then. There would have been yeah, no just conversation. Like, ready for number two? Yeah, I'm ready for yeah. number two. And then Boom, shoot, shoot Ethan Hawke. Done. And it'd be fucking beautiful. <laughs> and yeah. instead, instead, we get the Smiley and his gang being a complicated sidebar, which as an audience member, you don't even really realize what's going on. You think, oh, Denzel must have turned on this guy. But they're like, we're going to explain everything to you first, just so you're clearer. And then we're going to bring it full circle to find the wallet of the girl that was getting raped earlier that you just kept in your pocket all day. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that coincidence shit, man. Yeah, that's, that's all bad. Why? See, why the thing about why? coincidence is that it happens. Yes. Things like this, you got to give me a break. Like coincidence like, to move the story forward, fine. But coincidence to be the hand of God that saves a character's life. I'm he not going to fucking buy it. He was in the car. Why didn't he leave the wallet in the car one of the bunch of times he was in there afterwards? Why yep. are you carrying the girl's fucking wallet with you? And and also, I he don't wouldn't. think, honestly, I don't also believe their motivations. If that would have been the thing that happened, I think he would have been like, man, I'm so sorry. Like that, I'm so happy that you did that. Like, I owe you, but sorry, business is business. Bang, bang. I don't think they're letting him go. Like that I mean, makes no sense. Probably not. But no, maybe, they're still maybe, not going to let him go. Maybe they just what they saw asked. was maybe what they saw was one good cop. If if we get to this point, which I don't think that we do. But if they're yeah, under no. if, if they're under Lonzo's thumb, that's why I said if you would have added something where he said if you guys like and they're, they're like waffling and he's like if you guys let me go, you don't you'll never have to worry about Lonzo again because I'm going to kill him. And, and if they're yeah. under Lonzo's thumb, they're like, fuck it. Give this good cop his gun. Let him go kill the guy that, that we owe are, that is like basically hovering over us like, uh, you know, like a figure. And they, he, he's dead and we're off the hook. Like, why yeah. the fuck would they have not agreed to that? Because that's kind of what ends up happening later with the other gang that hates Alonzo. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, everyone so hates Alonzo. They could have tied that together like much better. And he would have been like, sorry, sorry, uh, papi. Still got to do you. And he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking take out Alonzo. I'd be like, oh, okay. And then, then we got a bit more. Ugh. That's the thing. I like the whole, like, the streets take the power back thing, yep. right? And, like, the street justice. And you see, like, see, like, those guys, like, they give all of the gang members, 
way more character than they even give Denzel. Denzel yeah. is so one note, right? Like even like we said, even when you see him with his family, like he goes at home viscerally, attacks his wife, not attacks her, but fucks the <laughs> shit out of her. Thankfully. Yeah. Uh, and then he comes out, gives his son a little, and then takes off. I guess he he's there that night, so maybe that's his house. Man, I missed that, but I got the feeling like he was just popping in. No, I think he's I just did popping too. in. I don't yeah. think he lives there at all. No, that's his girlfriend that he has a kid with, and he like comes by whenever the fuck he wants to or get laid. Or a side piece or something, right? Yeah, yeah. that could be yeah, too. Okay. Yeah, because that's the impression I had. But me too. I mean, there's nothing Jesus, to indicate there's just otherwise. Nothing about him. To give you the indication that he's got any, any fucking redeemable quality. Yeah. No, none, right? And, like, when Eva Mendez is your woman, you probably have some redeemable qualities. Yeah. Just fucking get a desk job. You won. Yeah. Life done. <laughs> yeah, you're Life great now. done. Yeah. That was the other thing, too, as I thought was really funny, was that um, Ethan Hawke keeps going to the neighborhood and... They keep having all these shots of him looking at all of the black people in the black neighborhood and them all looking at him, eyeing him up. And at the end, they they side with him, obviously, because Lonzo is a giant piece of shit. I mean, it's not hard to see why people would side against Lonzo. But I just thought it would be fun. <laughs> I just always thought it would be funny if they added something about like how he's the first white guy who ever came to their neighborhood. And they're yeah. like, man, no other white guys ever come here. Everyone always stays away from here. So we like you, man. You seem you never called us any names. You never call us the N-word or call us fuckers. Like, you seem like a real nice guy. <laughs> we like you now. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. the first white guy yeah, we've, we were, we've We were kind of joking about that during the movie, right? <laughs> about them being like asking them all the typical white questions that they were like wanting to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But like. So I, what I don't get is like the gang at the end lets him go. They're like, ah, what? I, this guy's not good enough. And Terry's there with his huge fucking self. But um, they let him go. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know about that message. Like, yes, the Russians end up taking about two seconds later. But even that is like, I don't know the Russians. I haven't seen a Russian this entire movie. So I don't really give a fuck about the Russians. And at this point, I don't give a fuck about Alonzo because I wish he had died two minutes sooner. Like, would not have been better street cred for that gang member just to be like, pop, pop. Because that makes them seem like they have these weird principles that I don't normally associate with fucking gangs. I yeah, like that they, I like that they release him because it shows uh, sophistication, right? And it shows He's right. Like, yeah, that's true. It shows like a more of a textural kind of moral background of these guys. Like you see that they're just people, right, as a background, but like basically people living in a militant zone, right? Um, yeah, I agree with sophistication. That's right, because sophistication is that they know that if they kill a cop, they're going to bring uh, like a shitstorm down on their neighborhood and their gang. Yeah, and, and strategically, strategically, they're buying favor with this guy. This guy yeah. is obviously a cop here, right? Yeah, yeah. Involved with investigations. So, like, there is never any harm with knowing your enemy. No, um, they also know he's going to die, too. They know the I Russians think they are going to kill of, him. I think they come off as pretty brilliant. Well, yeah, they, for sure the yeah, Russians are a problem. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. Then that makes me wish that they were a bigger part of it. Yeah. Because that, that's I, cool. I like them, actually. I that's like their That's a cool characters. level of sophistication, then. That's my favorite part of the movie is when he's with those guys. Except for Tuco. He actually grates me a bit. He's a bit <laughs> too much. He's a bit too much. Who'd yeah, ever hang out with that fair. guy ever? 
Oh, no. fuck, no. No one's playing cards Is Tuco coming tonight? How oh, is that man. guy playing cards? play poker with this guy. Yeah. Tight, tight, yeah. tight, 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 tight. Like he's doing push-ups be- between every hand? <laughs> what the fuck? It just gets old quick. Yeah, this guy is making me anxious. So, yeah. you know, whatever the previous thing was. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I do. I do like the ending ending, but getting leading up into it, is all bad, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Did I that- like, the last 20 minutes was tight. <laughs> Seriously, if, if you would have made a better movie around that, or if you would have made Alonzo the main character, and it was about us rooting for him to get the million dollars, and like, also, Ethan, you know, like, try and do it behind Ethan Hawke's back, or get Ethan Hawke to help him, Whatever the case might be. And then Ethan Hawke doesn't help him and like influences him in a way that makes him feel like he's a piece of shit. And yeah. he decides that he's not going to go through with something. Like then we have a character that we can watch, you know, like struggle and change. Denzel yeah. Washington's character has no conflict about any of the things he's doing. He struggles about nothing. No. He just like, he's just like a bulldozer that just moves yeah. straight ahead for like the things that he wants. Which and is not leading. It's not way. leading person. That's like henchman. That's a henchman character. Yeah. So he, it just it does doesn't give you like anything to bite your teeth into. Like, what are the what are the themes in this movie? Like, what are we following? This is just a weird kind of f- fucked up day, and you just you're watching along. It's not about like being noble. It's not about revenge. You're Everything happens in this through day this too. thing. Yeah. And there's no there's no evidence that this is all being planned. No, right? except for one statement, which doesn't doesn't play out by the end of it because the plan didn't work. So I don't know what was planned. Maybe give us a nod of what fucking Denzel's up to earlier, right? So that we feel that that fucking uh, that that anxiety, that tension, that sense of, of wondering urgency, if yeah. Ethan Hawke's gonna go for it, right? I'm gonna get this fool to smoke some PCP so I can threaten him if he says he's gonna go to the cops, but I'm gonna kill him too. So I just got all those levels lining yeah, up, right? Exa- and I know exactly. I'm gonna get him to smoke PCP when this day starts because I'm gonna go out of my way to bust a guy w- for some weed. I'm gonna take the weed and plant my PCP in it, make him smoke. I know he'll smoke. He won't just get yeah. out of the car. Then we'll get into all this murder shit, which I know he's gonna be cool with, and then I'm gonna threaten the PCP, but actually have him killed. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make if any he, sense. Yeah, exactly. I might actually even have him suck my dick. Yeah, well that probably would have been an easier it, thing to do on PCP. I don't know if that's possible, though. I don't know. It might be super aggressive. Those guys fight a bunch of cops when they're on that shit, so can you imagine a blow? That's probably very toothy. If he was just going to kill him too, John's right. That also makes no sense. It makes no sense that he goes through all the trouble of doing all the things and saying all the things he says to Ethan Hunt if he's going to kill him. He could Ethan just Hunt like is he the could character just, from Mission Impossible. Sorry, yeah, so sorry, uh, it's okay. Sorry, <laughs> Ethan Hawke. Yeah. He could literally, he could have literally driven the car. He could have literally driven the car and stared straight ahead, said nothing to Ethan Hawke all day, then yeah. said we're going to go do this bus to this place, and then shoot him, and then say, you know, he got killed by the guy in the chair who we, we, they were stealing the money from, and he could have literally t- not even talked to him. Yeah. So what what happens if this day starts and Denzel's like, oh, you 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 smoke some weed and the, and Ethan Hawke's like, fuck yeah, and then drinking beer <laughs> and then like you want me to shoot this guy? Pop. What's next? I'll do whatever you want. Like, come on. That's Ethan Hunt style. Yeah, <laughs> that is Ethan Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if uh, Ethan Hunt's based on Ethan Hawke because it's pretty close. <laughs> I mean, that is another thing. <laughs> Ethan Hawke is dumb. 
And I know that we kind of alluded to this earlier. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, oh, he's we did. Dumb. But he is so very dumb because he How does not read he? the room. <laughs> he's, uh, fuck, I don't have any good. It's dumb. Uh, how dumb are they jokes? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> he's so dumb he fell and broke his leg and gravy poured out. That's a, he, That's she's a fat, so fat one. but it's okay. I know a big tooth. Yeah, so your teeth so big. You, when, you la- when you chew chiclets, you cut your toenails. How's that? <laughs> did that work? So, I guess so. Anyways, enough your mama jokes. Um, he's so dumb because he's he's not able to even read the progression of the no, day. No. Like he's still he's still incredulously questioning fucking uh, Denzel. Yeah. After he's already seen a bunch of crazy shit, like like oh, are you serious? Of course he's fucking serious. At what point do yeah. you think? And now, and now you've seen them fucking kill some. Like he's still like, it takes him literally. Yeah, it takes someone's death for him to be like. Oh, so it's okay. it's doubly so for that Brent because he's like naive to what's happening, and then he's naive to like resisting it and the reading the room of the cops who are like basically like if this guy doesn't take this money, we're going to have to kill him because we're yeah. all dirty, obviously. Like, that's the moment where you're like, uh, uh, yes, I will take my share of the money. And then you either go home and hide it forever or you run to fucking internal affairs. Like, he yeah. showed up for most of the things that happened. They'd be like, we found PCP in your system, though, son. He was like, he forced me to do it. And here's all the other shit you can look into. And enough shady shit will be revealed that I will not be arrested for what they're saying. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. God it's, damn it. it the, the literal only choice that you don't take there is the one that he takes yes yeah yeah you're right he is so naive like totally that he somehow, lie if guns are pointed at you he's so naive that he's somehow gone on this this once again this crazy task force which he he's so new and green that he should have never been on in a million years and would never, never have been on in a million years and then, like, throughout the whole day, he makes mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. He's a terrible cop. He's yep. not a good cop. He's an awful cop. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he's a terrible cop. Yeah. He's not yeah. even a good person. No, he can't even read a room. Like, how is he, how is he going to be undercover? How is he ever going to be undercover? Yeah. This guy is fucking uh, doing paperwork at the best, and I don't think he even gets that job. This guy, let's face it, he's driving a forklift somewhere, and 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 he's only because choices were, were minimalized, you know. Yeah, maybe traffic, maybe traffic <laughs> duty. <laughs> he's, he's maybe he's handing out tickets. He's putting tickets on windshields, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. You need maybe. strength the character to do that job, and this guy just unfortunately <laughs> doesn't have nothing. It. Yeah, do you know what? True. Do you know what Terry Crews' character's name is in this movie? It's Cheeseburger, P- Pigeon Flipper. <laughs> you can't make that shit up. Is it really? Oh yes, it is. So well, when his agent sent him the script, he said, um, "And the character that you're going to be reading for is Pigeon Flipper." And he <laughs> yeah. said, "And he said, okay." Oh, yeah. okay. And that's the same agent who works with Tom Wilkinson who gave him the Gentile role. He talked him into it. <laughs> the Gentile script, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Terry I'm not going to tell you anything better, about man. your character, but your name's Pigeon Flipper. What are we doing? He's like, I'm at like some kind of outdoor film crew. Terry likes eating pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> I love Terry Crews. Absolutely. I like Terry Crews too. Oh, Terry Crews is awesome. 
Um, okay, I kind of want to wind this down because I can read the writing on the walls. So, say something nice about this movie. I like Denzel's acting. And okay. I find that the tension um, is, is like they do a good job of kind of making some tense scenes, mm. right? I think um, most of... But yeah, the whole yeah. shotgun execution in the tub scene is very tense. Yeah. I don't like how we got there or where it goes, but that was very tense. I, I'm more so because I put myself in his helpless spot being held yeah, upside yeah. down and it with the water running, which is just a weird extra thing to have. I don't know what those guys think is going to happen with the tub, but a shotgun at that close range is going to blow a big hole in that fucking tub. Yeah, and there's going to be clean up of him. the brain matter really, really difficult. Yeah, there's going to be parts of him on the ceiling. Like, there's no way that that whole, yeah. that whole tub area is not going to just be splattered. Yeah, the shower curtains will keep them for the most part from getting splashed, but yeah, big, big hole into the next level down. Your kids are studying down there, and all of a sudden, blood and brains and water dripping on you. It's like, nah, no, no good. Yeah, who's cleaning that up? Later, which, hey, you remember that time when we were <laughs> watching <laughs> hockey and the fucking brains and stuff started dripping on us? That was a weird time. <laughs> no PTSD uh, yeah, Just whatsoever. one assassination of any kind where you have to clean up the mess afterwards would change you like irrevocably as a human being. You would never be the same after that. First no. of all, I you mean, would have taken a human life. Do you guys life. know cut tub construction? Maybe it's got like a, like a underbelly, right? No, but I'm not Maybe saying in this specific movie. I'm just saying anytime someone would have had to have killed somebody for their job, like whether it was uh, you know a, a, in the mafia or a gang, and then had to clean that mess up and dispose of the body, you would never be the same coming out of that experience. Oh, that's like in um, Donnie Brasco. He's got to do that. Yeah. yeah, he has to cut up those bodies. Ugh, I just couldn't. I can't even imagine. Yeah, that'd be that. I would have just been like, I'm a cop. I'm a uh, cop. And I would have ran away. I'm <laughs> 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 not doing this. <laughs> I would have. I would have ran. I would have just walked out have, and said nothing. Those guys do have massive balls. Like, just the biggest of balls. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys in Donnie Brasco had saws, just like hand saws. They were, like, sawing the body up with. Once again, I would just like walk out of the room, go to my, I go to whoever my CEO is and say, I quit. I'm no longer doing this. I'm not undercover anymore. Tell you whatever I know, but I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, think about Sopranos. And I, and I believe that I, um, that it's fact that has happened from some of the old, like real life mobsters. They own like those, uh, pork shops, like those cold cut shops where they do like, you know, cured meats and all that stuff. And they're like a butcher. Yeah. Yeah. And they have all the tools in the back just to make short work of bodies. Jesus Christ. Scary. You're all equipped, man. Get a pig no, farm and a butcher uh, operation going. Colin, <laughs> what, Colin, what did you dig about this movie? The, the, all of the acting is fine. And the, some of the directing is okay. Um, yeah, but like, some not. But when the writing is so bad... No, the directing is not phenomenal. But when the writing is so bad... Like, it doesn't matter if all of those elements were firing on, a, you know, every cylinder, which they aren't. But even if they were, the, the script holds elements? this movie back so much. It just yeah. holds it back. It's just, it's never takes off. It can never get its footing. If you have unbelievable characters doing unbelievable things, reacting in unbelievable ways um, that are in positions of power, are in positions like these, it's just like, how did they get here? How would they have ever gotten here? Yeah. Denzel yeah. would have never, ever, ever made it, and Ethan Hawke, like Brent said, would be pushing a pushing a pen on a desk. Yeah, you can't you can't have me with a character 
um, and asking myself like where he came from. You got to give me enough that I buy it and nothing that he does in this movie proves out that he is a certain way. Um, yeah. so he's not a human. Like, whoever said it, whoever said he was a henchman, that is what he yeah, is. He's a henchman. He, he has all of the depth of a henchman. Yeah, which is Surf, it's all It's all surface. No one... Uh, uh, you okay. like Johnny? You must like something. Uh, Eva Mendez. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I'm yeah. so, how did I not say that? I love Eva Mendez. 10 out yeah. of 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's really oh, we, it, I think though. we never mentioned this, though. Also, there is no fucking way in hell that Eva Mendez would ever be living in that situation. She was yeah. is the moment she was born. She's gonna be living in a mansion, whether it was on her own steam or someone else's. Thank God she became a a model and an actress and lives in a mansion because she paid for it herself. But no matter what, she was always gonna be living in a mansion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no question. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> like people that beautiful. It. I mean, the difficulty level is set to easy. Right. Yeah, yeah. As long as you have a somewhat unless you throw in mental problems, maybe yeah, she's got crazy that mental goes the problems, other way. man. Okay, but, that's fair. Yeah, that's a good point. But we don't get to see that. I think no. we definitely should have seen that because yeah, she it seems, just doesn't make sense. She's like, she's, oh hi, and I run. I have nice. a nice home, and I probably have a good job, and take care of the son on my own, and you come by whenever and do this thing. She like, I guess she seems semi okay with a lot of the cash and stuff that he was tossing around, but she didn't seem to be a part of it. She's just like well, I'll I'll be naked now. Mafia wife, right? I guess, but I, but there's no there's no hint either way other than her not real reaction that she is a part of it or not. So I don't know. I don't get her. And uh, I don't no, she, she makes no sense either. And then she was like super nice and personable. She bring him food. Yeah. Like she like she wasn't uh she wasn't like you know mentally disturbed or anything. She seemed like a normal person, which it's, made no sense once again that she was with Denzel. Here's this. Watch TV. Mommy's gotta go get fucked now. Like. That's a weird one for me, especially yep. as a parent. Like I just, I like, I'm all for, um, you know, open parenting, but like maybe you shouldn't come home in the middle of the day and just give your fucking wife a fuck while some stranger watches your yeah, kid. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that like, was how did Denzel know that Jake wasn't a diddler? Yeah, okay. exactly. Exactly. Right? That could have been his big secret is he's like loves PCP and can handle it like a champ. So he was acting <laughs> and, and he also uh, diddles kids. Yeah. yeah. So, there it is. There it is. Uh, There's the fucking. So conversion. I'm guessing that this doesn't hold up. That's the we, B we have to say it doesn't hold up. I don't well, think it's we have, kind of uh, our It doesn't thing. hold up. It doesn't hold we, up. Come on. We've, we've said it about much worse <laughs> movies. Than this. It's true. What the fuck? I'm glad. I'm so glad that you both seem to be on the same page as me and that this movie does not hold up. Um, fucking, I knew I didn't like this a while ago. It just rubbed me the wrong way. And then I was aghast at like, oh my God, did you see Denzel in that? He's so good. Oscar for sure. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, the movie is so raw and whatever. And it's like crazy stuff happens in this movie, but it's not not at all put together in, in a kind of cohesive narrative that has me cheering for anybody. I d definitely don't cheer for Jake because he's too stupid and too naive yeah. for me to get behind. He shouldn't be there. Alonzo's yeah. this cartoon henchman who has no personality or depth. Um, and then there's a couple other people scattered through who are all like hearts of gold here. The gangsters, the wives or girlfriends of the main guys, Terry Crews. They're all just like, ah, everything's great and I'm totally rational. It's only this one irrational guy who runs the world and his secret band of merry men who give him arrest warrants to go kill people and ties <laughs> things together. It just doesn't make any fucking sense and it's not interesting and I hate it. 
excellent, excellent rant. Thank you. That so rant he, was the Eva Longoria of this podcast. <laughs> More was, than it, it was, deserves. So equalizer, <laughs> Denzel Washington's Denzel Washington's got an Equalizer three movie coming out Fuck in twenty twenty three. The show spinoff I mean, most wasn't certainly enough? that's too too many, right? Like the Equalizer was fun. Oh like yes, there was a earlier. TV show and with Queen is, Latifah, right? There still is, I believe. Um, that Have you TV seen it? show? No. Oh god, my god. I'd be I so won't. curious. I won't ever spend time checking but it like, out because I'm certain what it's. But be. Equalizer was fun and knew what it was, right? Like, um, what's the other one? The what's the Tom Cruise one where he's the military cop? Uh, it's a name. Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. So the first Jack Reacher movie with Tommy Boy is not bad. Uh, second it's, one's it's, not it's okay. good. Yeah, it's okay. And then I started watching the TV series for that because my dad was really into um, uh, hooking up that shit. It's not great, but it's like it's exactly like the movie and the books would have portrayed, right? It's it's meant to be over the top. He's like smarter yeah. than anyone. He just happens to be a like great fighter, great everything, and it's hard to get over on him. So like interesting. This has none of that. So why make a fucking boring ass stupid show? Like what's training day gonna be about in the T V version either? Like the whole series is gonna be about a training fuck that. Yeah, what? so Denzel is with on... uh, the guy from the office. Uh oh that's Jack that's uh the Jack Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan. So I actually I seen it. I've I liked that one. Mm. Yeah, I like that actor. So I check it out. So Denzel is on the um, William H Macy uh, uh, a career trajectory. So if you look at his career, he'll make a movie for himself, like something that's artistic or, or interesting, and then he'll make an Equalizer. So he he made he made Flight, where he plays the alcoholic pilot. Then he made Two Guns with Mark Wahlberg. Then he made. The Magnificent Seven, our fences. Then he made The Magnificent Seven. He made uh, Equalizer Two. Then he made The Tragedy of Macbeth. Now he's making <laughs> Equalizer Three. So <laughs> it's one for him, I, one for money, one yeah. for him, one for money. I love uh, Denzel Washington, by the way. So do I. If, if yeah, I came too. off in this episode at all, like I don't. Ethan Hawke, I can take or leave, mostly leave. But Denzel, I love in most of the work that he does. And I think he is so capable. Glory, come on. Like, that's one yeah, of the I mean, I agree best, with both those, roles. both those statements. Ethan Hawke 100%. is like, meh. But Denzel I, I like Ethan amazing. Hawke, though. Yeah. I do like Ethan Hawke. He's, yeah, he's I, okay. I dig him. I, he's, he's not the best. I mean, I'm not going to fucking um, What's your favorite be upset Ethan if he's Hawke in a role? movie. I'd he's rather him bad. than a lot of other guys. He's totally yeah. serviceable. He's not bad. He's but not the problem is perfect, he's like yeah. a Josh Hartnett. He's kind of <laughs> forgettable. Yeah. What is your guys' favorite Ethan yeah. Hawke movie then? It, I guess mine would be Gattaca, even though Gattaca does not hold up anymore. Um, Maybe um, Lord of War he's not bad in, but he's not great in that either. He's just in it, and I don't mind that movie usually. I don't know. There's a <laughs> horror movie that I like him in, actually. Oh, that vampire I can't remember one, what right? it's called now. It's No, not a vampire one. It's a one where he's a writer investigating murders. Um, and it, he's he's put one great novel out about this oh, murder shit. scene I know what you're talking a long about time before. And now he's like, he's kind of like a has-been and he moves his family into this house that's supposed to be like this haunted house, right? Oh, yeah. Um, or, that, or that a grisly murder took place in. Anyways, he doesn't know it's haunted. But the fucking thing is haunted and then so on and so forth. His kid kills him. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said the ending. <laughs> The movie's show. been out for a while. At what point do we eliminate ourselves of that responsibility? Well, John might have watched it. You said it was good. 
<laughs> you can still watch it. You guys both love movies. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I didn't say which kid. He's got 13. Oh, he's in Dead <laughs> Poets, too. That was He was okay in that. His naivety yeah. is better in the Dead Poets than it is in this. That's the thing. Like That's kind of his mad thing, man. right? Where's a sweaty tooth madman in this? Come on. Yeah, uh, Denzel is a sweaty tooth madman. I guess. Just not he's, a good he's, one. Yeah, he's driven by craziness. Anyways, it right, doesn't well, hold up is what oh, I think. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think we all said that. I was just reestablishing. Yeah. No, no, it's good. I couldn't. It I didn't know if you did. Colin did. I did. Um, there was no good segue from the fucking spiral that we'd reached. So It's true. Doesn't hold up, everybody. Boo earns. John, enjoy your... Yeah, enjoy your sh- stuff, too. Um, okay, well, I mean... Well, we why did you get spend... all clean all of a sudden? John was looking at those kids here or something. We don't... <laughs> like I'm your, not doing your, it yet. I got to save it. I got to save it for the end. <laughs> oh, enjoy sorry. your things. Enjoy your things, everybody. <laughs> enjoy this, because they're same letters as in shit. Um, next week, I believe that we do LA Confidential. Oh, that's very exciting. Please let I that am. be better than this. My guess for that is yes, does hold up. But I think it's going to stumble because I'm pretty I sure think it's, it's going to be slim. I think it, it's, yeah, I think it's going to get it's going to hold up at like just on the margin. Yeah, yeah. it'll 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 um, trudge along. I think it'll yeah. be pacing uh, slow. It's close. Yeah. It's going to be close. And then we have the ever enlightening and happy Requiem for a Dream for the last Sunday. Oh, I can't wait for that. That used to be my favorite movie for so long. Yeah, it meant something to me at one point, but I'm pretty sure it's going to mean something different now. We will see as long as it's better than uh, leaving Las Vegas, which I don't think would be too tough to accomplish. Jesus. We shall see. Uh, Okay, well. Myself is better than leaving Las Vegas. Yes, yes death boner um okay thanks for coming out for this one folks this was a not so fun one and i didn't enjoy it at all but the things we do for you um hopefully take it to heart and you can let this movie rest where it deserves which is in a dumpster fire la confidential next week we look forward to having you back for that one thank you for listening to this one see you next time and as always enjoy your shit Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM. 